Oh, the weather outside is frightful. But the fire is so delightful. <laughs> and since we've no place to go. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. You killed it. Stick with us as we start or we continue our conversation on holiday tensions. Mm -hmm. What tensions? (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you after the intro. What started as a question, God, you created marriage. Can you make it work? Soon became a statement. God, you created marriage. You can make it work. Thank you for joining us on the Christian Family Life Podcast, where we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly in our marriage relationships, and mind God's Word to see what it has to say about it. Well, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. As we enter this podcast, we want to welcome you once again to the CFL Podcast on all things marriage and beyond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gio and Susie here. Hello. Feliz Navidad y Prospero Año Nuevo. From Roland and Tammy. Tammy. <laughs> you know, I think our intro says the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. I think we should change it. The good, should, the we, bad, and everything in between. For, exactly. The good, the bad, and everything in between. Because it's mostly ugly. in between. There's a lot of good, hopefully a little bad, <laughs> but a lot of in between. There's no ugly. No. No. Mm. No. Good with that. Just avoid the ugly altogether. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Just sweep it under the rug. <laughs> That's what we're about here. (laughs) We certainly don't want to remove the good and the bad. We're going to tackle the ugly head on. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) There we go. Knock its block off. Punch Mm -hmm. it in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's almost Christmas. Actually, I'm trying to think. This is going to go. Yeah, this will go out before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost Christmas and... You know, how's everybody doing out there as far as the Christmas shopping? And we've been talking about the tensions of finances. We've been talking about the tensions of extended family. And I think it's ready to come to a head here as everybody starts to have people in and final yeah. gifts. and Busyness. Mm-hmm. Busyness was one of our topics. Are you busy right now? Like, do you have like a thousand things to do on yes. your to-do list? Are, <laughs> are you feeling the crunch? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting. Like for Susie and I... We've already done Christmas with our immediate family because we've got extended family coming in this week. That was so smart. And so we already, we're, we're done with that part. So It was really nice. It was fun. Yeah, it was good. And they made their returns before Christmas. We yeah, did. we've already done we our did. returns. Amazon, <laughs> man, Amazon's perfect for that. For the win. And, um, and so we're, we're uh, what we did notice is the malls were f- weren't full. No. As far as when we went. Yeah, we were there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we were thinking, but we decided, hey, let's, you know, we're just going to go hit the mall for an hour and a half. Wasn't as full as I remember them being in the past. No. But there was certainly a tremendous police presence. Yes, yeah. sure. In the mall that we went to. Yeah. We had a lot of faith going in. We were going to be all right. <laughs> well, one of the tensions that we want to jump into today is just emotional health. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of the challenges that come with the things we've talked about, the finances, the busyness, the extended family, and sometimes the effect that that can have on our emotional health. And how do we navigate really any season of life when we're feeling outside pressures of things that many times we just struggle navigating through? And the holidays just seem to heighten that 
and I think really there's there's two things to think about. Number one is where are we at personally, but also thinking about others. Scripture reminds us all the time to outdo one another in showing honor, to mm-hmm. put others' needs ahead of your own. Uh, sometimes we can get so self-centered and self-focused, and frankly, that, that, that creates most of the issues right there. But I came across some statistics, mm-hmm. and I was a little, I was surprised at one of them in particular. Uh, 83% of people during the Christmas season feel lonely. That's amazing. So out of 10 people sad. you talk to, mm-hmm. eight people feel lonely. Uh, 81% find Christmas stressful. Mm. <laughs> you say 81%? 81%. Wow. 81%. And then here, this one probably goes back to the finances, uh, but 47% of people go into debt. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ha- half of the people you talk to are going into debt Wow, because of the pressures they feel in the holiday season. Mm. Well, you know, I was talking to our daughter, Ashley, and she's been listening to these podcasts and she said, man, I really like that you guys touched on these tensions because mm-hmm. they're real. Mm-hmm. And she's, she and Charles are newlyweds. And so this is really their second Christmas, right? Together as married couple. As a married yes. couple. And so they hosted this year our, oh, they our opening of the gifts. That's so nice. Ashley made breakfast. And so so it's funny because now that she's doing those type of things, she realizes all the things that Sue's used to do mm-hmm. to prepare for that. Because she got up at 6.45 in the morning to she make did, to start Ashley. the process of getting breakfast ready. That's and awesome. she's like, wow, I didn't realize all the things that you guys did. Um, getting ready for this. But I think with those stats rolling, I think that it's important to to talk about these tensions mm-hmm. and, and how to how to work through them and how to make things better. I, I think one of the key things in that process is for each of us to look out for our spouse. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we each have our thing, right? And we get tunnel vision mm. and we maybe don't see what we're walking into because we're so focused about getting whatever it is done. I know for me, it's like, get all the gifts and let's get them all done and wrapped and put, you know, and so I go down this road that I actually get a little bit angry in the process, you know, because, hey, mm-hmm. nobody else is wrapping right now. Why am I the only one? Mm-hmm. And then you lose focus of mm-hmm. what you're doing. And so, but I think all of us have that, that mm-hmm. tunnel vision or those blind spots. Yeah, And so maybe vision. it's, you know, where we become that person that helps our spouse. Hey, listen, you need to take a step back right now. Catch your breath. Yeah. It's so important. I think we need our, our emotions validated. I mm-hmm. think that when we, I mean, one of the, I think if we had to put a word around what we're referring to, it's, it's triggers. There are things that trigger us. Mm-hmm. And so we get angry or they trigger us and we get sad or they trigger us and we get frustrated mm-hmm. or, we, or they trigger us and, and we want to disconnect. Mm-hmm. And, and what we need, we need, like you said, I think that's a great word. I, I mean, let's start by being really clear here. Look mm-hmm. out for your spouse validate the emotions of your spouse, but then press in. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you in, in our almost 30 years of being married, how many times Tammy's come alongside of me in my moments to hold my hand, to put her arm around me, to, to come in close and, and, and to whisper in my ear. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a whisper. Sometimes it's, it can be a little yeah. bit more than a whisper. <laughs> uh, just yep. in my way. Yep. Uh, and I'm sure it takes a lot of patience on her part. Cause I mean, we that <laughs> we talk about the good and bad and the ugly. I mean, sometimes it's the ugly, uh, mm-hmm. but she presses in and, and tells me, so looking out for your spouse doesn't mean that we walk on eggshells and cater, but rather we press in and we tell them the things that, that they need to hear in that moment without invalidating the emotions, but, but Hey, here's the proper perspective we need to have. 
think mm-hmm. some of you might be listening right now and being like, really? Look out for my spouse? I don't even feel like I can take care of myself right now. Mm-hmm. And we would validate those feelings. Mm-hmm. And so we would say really that the only way that you can live out that scripture of, you know, look out for the other's interest above your own mm-hmm. is if you are fostering your relationship with the Lord, because he's the one that's going to give you the, the strength and the wisdom to be able to set yourself aside and look out for your spouse. Cause that mm-hmm. does not come naturally on a daily basis, let alone during a time where you feel like you're being pulled a thousand different ways. Mm-hmm. But remember the truth of scripture doesn't change just because the time gets busy, just because mm-hmm. it's the holidays, you know, mm-hmm. it's okay for me to be self-focused um, on my to-do list and my track. No, Mm-mm. it's not scripture, yeah. still scripture. And we're still called to look out, you know, place others needs above our own. But really the only way you can do that is if you are emotionally healthy, I think in your relationship with the Lord and you have a proper view of him mm-hmm. and a proper view of what he wants for you in your life and how it's going to be successful. Yeah, it's a, you know, the scripture says a peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And so mm-hmm. it definitely is. And in that process, I think in looking out for your spouse, we have to, we both have to be on the same page. Like we have to be willing to receive the uh, the love, mm-hmm. maybe tough love, from okay. our spouse, and have the ears to hear, and that goes back to your own personal relationship with the Lord that you're hearing your spouse as well, and allowing that space mm-hmm. for that conversation to happen. We were meeting yesterday for the new year, this, that, us as a team, and it was really good. One of the things that uh, we were talking about is deepening our well, spiritually speaking, like we. You know, we can't, we've got to, we've got to prepare for all of these different things that we do. And and we've, we've got to, you know, we prepare for the podcast, we prepare for conferences, we prepare for retreats, we prepare for all of these other things. And I think sometimes we do just forget to spend that time Mm. with the Lord and deep in our own well and how often, and probably everybody would agree that how often you go through a season of kind of a little season of drought or, you know, whatever you want to call it, a valley, or you're just feeling like I need, I need to be filled up. And then you spend, you decide, I'm just going to take the morning and I'm going to have my coffee and I'm going to spend the time with the Lord. And, and you realize that your whole perspective changes on, on your life. And so, you know, when we, we want to just encourage that because it's, we all have been there. And especially in this season when it is so busy, you just think there's no time for any of those things. And I just like the, after Christmas, what are you going to regret? You know, what are you going to, for me, my regrets are always, I didn't really, (laughs) I really didn't spend time with the person that we even celebrate Christmas, Mm -hmm. you know, their whole reason. For the season, okay? Mm -hmm. So, Oh, you said it. I did. (laughs) I said it. The reason for the season. And and then, you know, that's our first and foremost, as we were talking earlier, it's our, it's our, that's the first relationship that matters. And then the second relationship, humanly speaking, is our spouse. And so when you are spending time with the Lord, who's going to benefit, you know, who's going to be the first one to benefit, you know, who should be? Um, and it's our spouse and pouring into them and 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 loving on them and emotion, not just spiritually, but also emotionally. And um, yeah, I think that that 
those are the things that kind of go by the wayside. It can mm-hmm. be a very kid-centered holiday, right? Yeah, it really can. When we lose our spiritual focus, mm-hmm. I think that when we talk about emotional health, the idea is to practice self-care over the holidays and <laughs> uh, of and and just just say no to to the things that you don't you don't really want to do, <laughs> and we I, we could probably go you know, pursue that a little bit further, we'll stop but, there. But, here, but, but here's what I do want to say, it, which is right in line with, with everything that we have focused on right now, which is to get centered on Jesus. Isaiah chapter nine, verse six, for to us, a child is born to us, a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called the first one. Wonderful counselor. He's our wonderful counselor. He's the mm-hmm. one that we can turn to, to receive the counsel that we need to resolve any holiday tension that we're navigating. And so I am going to say this, because we, we mentioned it earlier. There may be things that legitimately trigger us during this time of year, but can we really do a, a, a self-assessment as we get spiritually focused and say, Lord, what what's really at the root of this? Because hmm. frankly, it's probably that these this anger, this frustration, this sadness, whatever it is, could could be secondary to mm-hmm. something that that's at the root. And taking time to connect with your spouse is going to be really important over the holiday season because the 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 intimacy that you experience with your spouse, looking to Jesus being the center, of that conversation, um, I, I think it'll just put you on a path towards health as opposed to send you down the slippery slope <laughs> mm-hmm. of what the enemy wants to rob you of, mm-hmm. which is that peace and that joy that God offers. So to not leave us hanging, not only is Jesus our wonderful counselor, but he's our mighty God. Mm-hmm. He's our everlasting father. He's the prince of peace. Mm-hmm. I feel like singing that song right now. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, part of it is thinking like, when I get up in the morning, what are some of the first things we do right now by by habit? You know, are some of those things things that we need to adjust? Like, am I getting up and saying, okay, I'm going to go check my emails and I'm going to check, you know, my social media or whatever is that your go-to? Because once you go down that route, you, mm-hmm. you you're you start drifting. Or is it you know what I'm going to go and and hear from the Lord first, mm-hmm. and then following that I'm going to go find out about my spouse and and what's going on. And I know everybody has different lives as far as getting up in the morning and getting going and stuff like that. But you make time for what's important. And so if you have to be at work at eight in the morning. Can you make the sacrifices in the morning to actually spend time with the Lord and with your spouse, even if it's 10 minutes, just to look them in the eyes and say, hey, I love you. I'm excited about coming home tonight and having dinner together or whatever it is. But finding that time, because Tammy, you said it, it's kids. It's almost like it's kid centered. So Mm -hmm. this tension is all year, but it's heightened in certain 
parts of the year. That's true. And Christmas is one of those because you're you're like I gotta get stocking stuffers and mm-hmm. I gotta get gifts mm-hmm. and I gotta get this da 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 da. And so you 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 maybe get away from some of the routines that you had where you had your date nights or mm-hmm. or things like that. And um and so it's important for you to to connect every morning, connect throughout the day. Um, I know at our, at the uh, church that we used to be at in Tampa, we talked about daily connect, weekly date, monthly go out for for a night, and then yearly do a vacation together. And and most of the time, if not all the time, of those moments to do it with your spouse, and then have a separate time where you're taking the kids and doing some stuff with them. And so. Mm-hmm. Um, intentionality, I think, is a big deal. Like really taking the time, pause, think about it. Mm-hmm. What are some of the sacrifices I'm willing to make to bring health in this area of intimacy with the Lord and with my spouse to let it flow into the rest of the mm-hmm. the Christmas season? We recently finished up a, a, a Two Becoming One class a group that we had in our home. And um, on week seven, which is our intimacy. Um, Love week seven. Yeah. Roland's favorite. You know, all the guys show up for that. They don't miss. They don't miss. <laughs> In fact, they want to jump yeah. right to it. Yeah. Everybody grabs the book and goes right to that chapter. That's right. Anyway. On um, sex. Can we but, say that? It's okay. Oh, say man. That. I thought it was intimacy. Do you want to tell? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we always separate and the men went out and sat on the deck and I stayed with the ladies. And I think one of the things that we kept, it was really a great, it was just a great group. I really enjoyed. Um, They're all right around our age. Um, uh, There was one couple that was just a a tad older, but it was such a great um, time to just... Um, and brand new people, we did not know them. We just knew knew of them. They were um, family members of people that we did know. But anyway, we were talking about the, you know, what are the hindrances? You know, what are the things? And and really, like you said, Gio, like the taking time away and going away. Sometimes getting out of the house and and taking that time, like it might seem like, oh my goodness, this is so selfish of us, but go away for one night is not going to kill the kids. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Get somebody, if you have young kids, obviously you got to have somebody stay with them. But like that, taking that time away, it is the most wonderful time of the year. And what a great time to like go in a little escape with your spouse and, and spend that time and kind of, what's the word? Well, we call it 24 hours naked and unashamed experience. Nux. But Nux. <laughs> But, but um, replenish. Okay, so replenish, I think, is a word I'm looking for. But you replenish that um, intimacy, physically speaking, you know, but it also, what naturally follows is emotional intimacy, spiritual intimacy, all I'm the so things. I'm so in love with you right now. Right, I know. <laughs> anyway, and so I think that, like, that is is one way, and I, I do think the kids need to see you do that. You know, Marissa, our oldest, just told us something that there was a there's a study out that is is confirmed that the relationship that Roland, you were there when she told me mm-hmm. that yeah the relationship that most affects children is not the mother child relationship or the father child relationship, but the the relationship between husband and wife, mm-hmm. that that is what um, 
influences and affects mm-hmm. kids the most is that relationship. Mm-hmm. And we all know that, but it is but nice when a the recent, stu- a recent study mm-hmm. has found that. Mm-hmm. And I just think that... And it'll mm-hmm. confirm that over and over again. Absolutely, mm-hmm. because God established that. This is <laughs> since the beginning of time. So I think that we... we we cultivate that or like it's not the time to stiff arm your spouse like if you're like me you kind of you know tend to like i have to be reminded okay it's not all about the kids and they will they might be happy when they receive the gifts and and all of those things but what were you like in those two weeks (laughs) prior to Mm. christmas did you stiff arm your spouse like i have many times and did did you get get into arguments funny with the finances or whatever or are i mean what is it that's happening in your home and your kids are watching and and they're observing things and they're going to take those things i know it's it's sad to say we some but we can go back and say sorry we we blew it but um, what are the the memories that they're taking into their future marriages? You know, when it comes to how do we handle the holidays? How do we how do we do mm-hmm. we make sure that we're not just we're spending time with our spouse and our families because that that's the overflow you mm-hmm. know, that we talk about. You know, and <clears throat> to that point, Tammy, that our kids are watching, and it's mm-hmm. going to set them up right for for the for their lives. Just recently. And I didn't know that that statement that you just made that Marissa shared with you guys. But just recently, on two occasions, Ashley and Daniel have shared something with us in a group of people mm-hmm. that it was something Susie and I did in our marriage that they had noticed. And it wasn't like we were trying to teach them this, mm-hmm. but we were just living it. Right. And they were like, you know, I, I do this today because I saw my mom and dad doing this. And we were just being obedient to the Lord and what that was, that, that, mm-hmm. that activity that they were talking about. And, um, and they said, but because we saw it modeled with my mom and dad, it's affected us and what we do in our lives now. And I was, we were sitting there and we actually had a conversation afterwards and we're like, did you know that? And we were like, no, I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. So they are paying attention and it is shaping either good or bad. That's right. And I'm sure there's things that we did that, that were on the negative side. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's a true statement. Yeah. So kind kind of sort of in that vein, Roland, my mind goes back to a statistic that you said when you were rattling those off at the beginning. While we can be surrounded by people, and most oftentimes we are, oh especially kids, mm-hmm. you know, your spouse, your ex- extended family. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with taking a step back when you need to regroup. Mm-hmm. I've learned that I need to do that before Amen I go that. before I go over the edge. Yes. And my family has sort of learned to accept that my spouse for sure my kids are still like why why you need a break mom i'm like i love you i just need to go behind this door for a couple hours and then i'll come back out even better i love you more (laughs) i love you more (laughs) but one of the stats rolling that you said was you know 80 i think you said 83 percent people feel lonely at this time of the year and you have to know that that does not necessarily come from being alone because you can be surrounded by people and yet still feel lonely and I think that goes back you know maybe Tammy to a statement that you said about deepening your well Mm -hmm. like what is the source of your well Mm -hmm. because that relationship with the Lord which should be the source of our well um can always go deeper like we will never reach 
the Mm -hmm. full capacity Mm -hmm. of what our relationship with the Lord offers us. And I'm not talking about necessarily tangible blessings and finances and, you know, worldly peace. I'm not talking Mm -hmm. about that, although God may choose that for some of us. But what I'm talking about is things that he promises, you know, great peace have they which love thy law. And nothing shall offend them. Sorry, I went KJV there, but that's, that's a great that time. Verse. You want you want to not be offended all the time. Mm-hmm. Great peace have they which love thy love the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things that deepening our relationship with the Lord offers us that then in turn affect how we view, interact with, and treat those around us. Specifically, you know, with the most important earthly relationship, our spouse, and in our marriage. Mm-hmm. The the Prince of Peace is who we serve, mm-hmm. and I'll get real practical here. Y- you know, you know, one of the things that that doesn't need to trigger us, because here's the thing too: is triggers are a barrier for intimacy, because mm-hmm. all of a sudden our conversation gets negative, and it seems like the world. And I'm going to tie this back into our conversation in a minute because we said earlier our kids are watching. But it's not just our kids. Our neighbors are watching. Uh, the world is watching. Dare we say a weary world mm-hmm. is watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But one of the things that triggers is, hey, happy holidays or Merry Christmas. And have we ever stopped to even work through the etymology of the words that we're using, do you know what happy holidays is? Is is holiday is a holy day. And so what what's wrong with recognizing the Christmas season as a holiday season? What does the word holy mean? It's set apart. And so we just get into these, like everybody just wants to debate. We want to, de- Christmas is on Sunday this year. So we're going to debate whether or not we should be having church. And um, if, if, if you have church on Sunday, go to church. If your church doesn't have church on Sunday, then ch- church is not the place anyway. Like we spend all this time talking about how the church is not the place. It's the gathering of people. And then <laughs> like we have, the, we debate, Merry Christmas. I'm going to say Merry. Well, Merry Christmas to you. If they said happy holidays, it's like. No, you know what? Uh, we hope you enjoy this holiday season. Frankly, we've talked about holiday. T- Here it is, a holy day, day we set apart to recognize it as special. Mm-hmm. And and there are tensions. And so we just want to encourage you. Uh, and I am reminded of a great Christmas song. Uh, maybe maybe a re- here's a real practical thing. Go in your room with your spouse and lock the door. Dim the lights. Light a candle pray, listen to this song, and then just see where it ends up. You're married. Hey, see where it ends up. But remember the holy night, a a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees. Man, that's convicting. In the presence of the holiness of God, we fall on our knees and we hear the angel voices Uh, A night divine, a night when Christ was born. Born to take upon himself the sins Mm. of the world. To die, but to conquer death, to never die again. That we might experience that same life and life abundantly here on earth and look forward to eternity with him. Man, when you put all that in perspective, 
That's right. How can you how can you feel lonely? How can you feel um, a lack of peace? How can you feel anything other than gratefulness during the uh, the holidays, <laughs> mm-hmm. Christmas season, or Xmas? That's the other one that triggers people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, eighty three percent loneliness doesn't need to happen. No, it doesn't. Let's put our gun on safe. Take your finger off the trigger. <laughs> and let's enjoy Keep salvation. it light. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it light. Keep it light. Conversations. Don't bring up controversial subjects at the no. Christmas table. There's no it, need. Get intimate no with your spouse this holiday season. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Spirit, spiritually. Spiritually. Pray together. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the end there. We... We uh, pray and hope that you enjoy the, the Christmas season with your with the Lord, with mm-hmm. your spouse, with your, your children and your family, extended family, whoever's coming in, um, but that you would enjoy that peace that passes all understanding. We'll catch you in the next one. Merry Christmas. Let Merry it Christmas. snow, let it snow, Merry Christmas. let it snow. Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Family Life Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. To learn more about the ministry, visit our website at christianfamilylife.com. There you can subscribe to our newsletter and find all the social media links where we offer resources to help strengthen your marriage. Until next time, remember, God created marriage. He can make it work.